All right, Oren Ross here with another episode of the Libertarian Lawyer Podcast, and um, it's been a little while. Uh, I think I'm going to try to be a little bit more regular with these, even though I really, uh, you know, it's really frustrating to pay attention at all to what's going on. Um, but you know, as the parent of a uh, budding super genius, uh, I saw something today that kind of really pissed me off. Apparently the schools in Boston have decided that they are no longer going to offer advanced classes because of racial inequalities. Okay. Um, so basically there's an advanced work class that serves high performing students in the fourth, fifth and sixth grade in Boston. Students are encouraged to study their subjects in a deeper and non-traditional manner. Apparently, school officials are concerned because the program disproportionately serves white students, also Asian students, but they don't include that because, you know, white people are the evil ones and underserving black and Hispanic students. So apparently more than 70 percent of the students in the program are white or Asian while nearly 80% of the students in the district are black. And apparently uh, these statistics are very disturbing, not because the black and Hispanic children are underperforming, but because the Asian and white children are overperforming. So what they're gonna do is just cancel everything. So here's uh, this, this moron superintendent. Brenda Caselius, she says, there's been a lot of inequities that have been brought to light in the pandemic that we have to address. Okay. There's a lot of work we have to do in the district to be anti-racist and have policies where all of our students have a fair shot at an equitable and excellent education. Now, I'm pretty sure everybody has a fair shot at passing the test to get into this program. However, somehow that does not qualify as fairness. Because again, these idiots don't want equality. They want equity. Equity means putting everybody on the same level, no matter what they do or no matter what their qualifications are. What this results in is what it's resulting in in Boston. You can't bring everybody up to the highest level. So instead, what these socialist idiots do is they drag everybody down to the lowest level. That's what happened in Soviet Russia, right? Because everybody had to be equal. So instead of making everybody rich and having a great society, they made everybody dirt poor and they uh, you know, executed like 50 million people because in order to get all these policies going, one thing you have to do is get rid of all the intelligent people because the intelligent people are gonna make the other people feel bad. So this is a real issue for everyone. And I think anybody who has children, you, you really should worry about this because it's just, you know, it's Boston right now, but it could easily come to Atlanta. I mean, everybody here thinks they're, you know, they're woke, uh, which is the 
dumbest goddamn phrase I've ever heard in my life. Just say you're awake. But no, it has to be woke because you have to be ghetto about it in order to be uh, politically correct. So one of the big issues uh, is, is this anti-racist crap. So this lady says you have to be anti-racist. Now, if you're unaware, uh, this new anti-racist thing is something espoused by people like this uh, Robin D'Angelo, who is a white lady who tells white people that they're all evil and that only white people can solve black people's problems. And then there's this uh, black dude named Ibram X. Kendi, who wrote a book called How to Be an Anti-Racist. So apparently being an anti-racist, it's not just good enough to not be racist. Um, uh, unless you're working on their side, you are racist now. So you have to be anti-racist. So you have to be working with them to do whatever it is that they want to do because these crazy ass leftist ideals are being pushed and if you're not pushing with them they're going to push you off the cliff that's the really funny part uh all these uh, you know democrats and um kind of moderate left people who are going along with all this they don't know what's coming for them and and i find that just it's going to be so goddamn funny. And it already is like the, uh, the, the host of the bachelor, <laughs> he got canceled because he, um, told everybody to take it easy on a girl who did nothing more than, uh, have a picture taken at a party at a plantation or something. You know, one of these things that all these little sorority girls do. And apparently that makes you uh, a super racist. So, they wanted to cancel her. He said, hey, guys, why don't you chill out? You know, that's just kind of overboard. And they canceled him. So, haha, fuck you. Uh, so here's here's a. The the strange part about all of this is that these these people. Um, these people like this Ibram X. Kendi guy. They don't work in areas of logic or reason or anything that could reasonably be interpreted as uh, something that someone could easily follow. Here's what he says. To be a racist is to constantly redefine racist in a way that exonerates one's changing policies, ideas, and personhood. Um, who is it that's always redefining what it means to be racist? Is it all the conservative people? Is it all the Republicans? No, I don't think it is. I think they've had the same definition of what racist means for a long time. Who is it that redefines the term racism and racist? Oh, it's the Democrats, the leftists, the socialists, the communists, because now everything is racist. Um, so, this guy says that racial inequality is what happens uh, every time, well, not inequality, inequity, right? Anytime someone is unequal, there's an inequity. Uh, let's see, where, where is it at? A racist policy is any measure that produces or sustains racial inequality between racial groups. And anti-racist policy is any measure that produces or sustains racial equity between racial groups. 
So basically what he's saying is if all the Asian people overperform on these tests, uh, it's our duty as a society to elevate all the black kids to the level of the Asians, right? Except you can't do that. So what they're going to do is try to lower the Asians to meet the black kids. That does not serve anybody well, okay? Because not only does it punish the Asians, it punishes the black kids because you're not giving them something to shoot for. You're just saying, stay the way you are. Don't try to improve yourself. Everybody should try to improve themselves. Everybody. Nobody is perfect. But apparently, they are. Because they've been oppressed so much that it's impossible to pass a, a, a test or, or do well on a test in the same school system as someone who is doing well on that test. So it seems like race is not the big issue here, right? You'd think they might examine it a little bit deeper and say, well, you know, maybe there are uh, societal issues at play. Maybe one society like, you know, oh, I don't know, the Asian type societies, maybe they put a higher emphasis on education, right? Maybe the Hispanic society doesn't put so much of an emphasis on education. Maybe the black society doesn't put that much of an emphasis. Hell, white society doesn't put that much of an emphasis on. That's why the Asians are ahead of the white people in all of these categories. So they talk about institutional racism, systemic racism, structural racism. Um, here's, here's the real big one. So this guy says that the only remedy to racist discrimination is anti-racist discrimination. Now, I had it on good authority that uh, we were supposed to judge people by the content of their character, not the color of their skin, right? Isn't that what Martin Luther King told us he wanted? Like, isn't, isn't that what we're supposed to be shooting for? Well, apparently not. Apparently, what we need is more discrimination because discrimination is not inherently evil, according to this Ibram X. Kendi guy. So he says that since the 1960s, racist power, a.k.a. white people, have commandeered the term racial discrimination, transforming the act of discriminating on the basis of race into an inherently racist act. Um, this guy is an absolute moron. Discriminating on the basis of race is the definition of an inherently racist act. Okay? That is de facto racism. It is actually racism. All right? If you are discriminating based on race, that is a racist policy. But apparently, according to this super genius we have here, uh, doctor of, Jesus, who knows what, uh, apparently they pass out doctorates like candy now. Uh, but he says that, um, oh, where is it? The defining question is whether the discrimination is creating equity or inequity. If discrimination is creating equity, then it is anti-racist, which he considers to be good. If discrimination is creating inequity, then it is racist, which, again, he describes as bad, but apparently you can only be racist if you are white and you can only be anti-racist if you are black. 
So I have a question. Um, since it's only racist if it produces inequity, at what point are we going to have racial quotas in the NBA and in the NFL? In most major league sports where you have people who represent the minority of the country who make up the vast majority of the players in the NBA, the NFL, right? That's inequity. That's not even. If we want equity, we want everybody, everybody to be on the same footing, you're going to have to slow down some of those black guys and let some slower white kids catch up to them, right? Because it's not that we need to try to push the white kids to be faster. They need to practice harder. They need to focus more on the sport, maybe. No, it's that you have to slow everybody down to get them on that level. Or you have to give the white kids, like, I don't know, faster shoes somehow, like better equipment, right? Because otherwise, they're not going to be able to compete, as we can see from the demographics in the NFL and the NBA. Maybe they could... Uh, you know, give these kids a bunch of uh, Nike shocks with giant springs or something so they can jump higher, right? That's that's what these people are promoting, but it never applies to them. It always applies. When they say inequity, they mean that black people are not on the same level as white people. That's the only thing they're talking about. They don't care about the Asian population. They don't care about the Indian population. They never talk about that. They never talk about the fact that Asian Americans have a higher per capita income than white people. Indian Americans have a higher per capita income than white people, but somehow it's white people who are running everything, making all the rules and generally benefiting from a society. Now, I find it crazy that someone would set up all these racist ideals and then take third place in the race, right? Doesn't that seem a little fucking stupid? If white people have just set up this society with structural racism and systemic racism that only benefits them, yet somehow Asian people are benefiting even more and Indian people are benefiting even more. Does that make sense? No, it does not, because these people are idiotic. No one questions their philosophies, because if you question it, you are a racist. And all these little pussies in academia, the worst thing you could ever call them is racist. They would take it to heart and they would believe it. So they want to avoid that at all costs. Because if someone calls them racist, what they're going to have to do is apologize and then quit their job, uh, which they should do anyway for being such absolute morons and not questioning the hypotheses of someone who is clearly either stupid or insane. All right. Where was I at now? Damn it, I lost him. Any anti-racist anti idea is any idea that suggests the racial groups are equals in all their apparent differences. What the hell does that mean? He says, so what is a racist idea? A racist idea is any idea that suggests one racial group is inferior or superior to another racial group in any way. So because the white kids are performing better on a test, the tests are, by his definition, racist. 
so this is the kind of single factor analysis, the, the most simplified version of trying to solve a problem that obviously has multiple layers, hundreds of factors involved, but this idiot, he says, no matter what, it's racist. If it results, if, if anything results in everybody not being on the exact same footing, it's racist. It's not that maybe somebody didn't prepare as well. Maybe somebody has societal issues. Maybe somebody could afford to hire a tutor, right? No, just everything is racist. Everybody's racist. Everything is racist. So where was I going with this? Uh, it's, I get I get lost in this crap because it doesn't make any sense. There's no linear thinking. It's, it's, it's basically a guy just making shit up to explain his beliefs. So there is no rationale. There is no logic. It's just, I say everything is racist. So I'm just going to put together a few sentences that support this, even though there's, there's, you know, zero logic involved. And again, apparently racism is the only factor. Okay, that completely ignores all of the other variables that inevitably come into play when you have a country of what, 330 something million people with multiple different races, multiple different uh, groups inside these races, lots of people who were different, different societies throughout the country. No, none of that matters. It's just race. That's what makes him racist because he judges everything by race. Judging everything by race is a very stupid way to go about things. It ignores uh, the differences in people generally. It ignores psychology. It ignores history. It ignores facts, logic, reason. There's nothing to support this. See, these, the, the, they don't ever actually give you any uh, statistics, any any real support. There are no citations in this little book of his. He's, he's just stating shit, and then everybody claps their hands, and they say, oh, you're such a genius. Nobody questions it, which is retarded. I mean, that's just so fucking stupid. Everything should be questioned. That's how you figure out what's true and what isn't, but if you don't question it, you assume that it's true, and then other people will assume that it's true. They will assume this incorrectly, especially in this dude's case. I mean, this is the dumbest shit I think I've ever read. Oh, my God. Here, here. Someone reproducing inequity through permanently assisting an overrepresented racial group into wealth and power is entirely different than someone challenging that inequity by temporarily assisting an underrepresented racial group into relative wealth and power until equity is reached. So again, here, he, he's saying temporarily assisting, right? But that's not what he actually thinks. Let me see if I can find the spot where he was talking about this. Um, 
but he says that um, the only solution to past discrimination is present discrimination. And the only solution to present discrimination is future discrimination. That means we're going to have discriminatory policies in perpetuity forever. We're going to have discriminatory policies because inevitably, if you try to raise up one race or lower another race to the level of another race, you're never going to get it exactly there. You might overshoot, you might undershoot. And then that would need, need to be solved by yet another discriminatory policy, which is never going to get to the exact measurement. So then you'll need another discriminatory policy. So let's say for uh, just for shits and giggles that uh, we have affirmative action and absolutely everything. And we put black people in positions that they are not qualified for that someone else who is white might be qualified for, but because they are white, we do not put them in this position because someone else is black, we do put them into this position. Eventually, white people are going to be underserved by a society that does that, and black people are going to be overserved by a society that does that. If the white people are the ones who are underserved, then we must enact discriminatory policies that favor the white people which will bring the white people back up over the black people. And then we'll need some more discriminatory policies. It's never ending. It's bullshit. Their end goal is to destroy this society, to destroy Western society in general. They may not come out and say it, but if someone says that the entire society is racist, every structure in this society is built on racism and racism is the ultimate evil if you destroy the foundation the rest of the building collapses right right so what they want to do is completely destroy the entire society and then rebuild it uh, in the image of their choosing which would un undoubtedly be some sort of communist ideal that would uh, crash and burn within a matter of decades because they always do unless they have someone like the United States come and bail them out, aka China. <laughs> we didn't bail out Russia, Russia collapsed. We went in and started buying shit with China. Uh, we sent all our factories there. Half our, uh, half our corporations have uh, operations in China. We bailed China out. China would not have survived without us. All right, so here, here's, here's how stupid this is. As Thomas Jefferson suspected a decade after declaring white American independence, um, they didn't declare white American independence. They declared independence for everybody. Uh, it might not have been perfected at that time, but the declaration was freedom for everyone. Uh, let's see, uh, any racist, any an anti-racist idea is any idea that suggests the racial groups are equals in all their apparent differences. Um, that there is nothing right or wrong with any racial group. Obviously, not all racial groups are equal. Hell, not all families are equal. 
you know no one is equal there 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 is no widespread equality um i might be smarter than somebody i might be faster i might be stronger but they might have a better smile right or they might have a better personality or uh you know maybe they're really good at painting i suck at painting right does that mean we should prevent everybody else who can paint from painting because i suck at it no no because if you limit everyone to the lowest common denominator we will have nothing we will have no electricity we will have no houses we will have no cars because if you limit everyone to the lowest possible function all of this disappears all of this is make-believe if the power goes out okay and it's not that hard for the power to go out look at texas right it's not that hard uh you know all all these uh terrorist types would have to do is destroy the uh power grid in major cities there would be chaos there would be mass chaos from which we might not recover if you do it in a large enough scale and again this is something that these people want they want the place destroyed this is why they were on board with all of the riots all summer that were all based on a lie they say that thousands of black men are killed by police every year thousands of unarmed black men are killed by police just hunted no i believe the number for 2019 was like 27 was the max and I, I think there are varying estimates. It's somewhere between 15 and 27. When you consider that the number of incidents that black men have with police is much higher than the number of incidents white people have, you might assume that more black men are killed by police than white men. That would be incorrect. More white men more unarmed white men are killed by police than unarmed black men. And yet we're told that everything in society is bent against the, this black man, that black men are hunted every day by the police, and that it's perfectly okay for people to riot, destroy cities, rob stores, kill people, do anything that they want because of a lie, an absolute lie that is demonstrably false, okay? People don't know this, and, and uh, even, even people on the right don't know this. There was a, a study that came out, uh, Tim Poole was talking about it a couple of days ago, I think, um, maybe like Friday. Uh, people on the left, assume that the number of black men who are killed is in the thousands. Uh, people on the right assume that the number of black men who are killed by police, unarmed black men, again, unarmed black men, uh, they assume that it's in the hundreds. Okay, Everybody overestimates these numbers because there was so much emphasis put on them by the mainstream media. Because if a black guy is killed by the police, you will hear about it on the news. If a white guy is killed by the police, you will not hear about it on the news. 
because they don't care, because that does not give them a story that they can run over and over and over, because the mainstream media does not care about truth. They don't care about facts. They don't care about maintaining the structure of society, because again, they also believe that the entire structure of society is racist, even though they are part of that structure, which again, these idiots never consider. Uh, it's really funny watching all these people. Uh, Joe Biden today had a video conference with the um, president of Mexico, right? So they showed this big conference table that he's sitting at. Everybody sitting there is white. Now, I would think that you might have, you know, some uh, Mexican or Hispanic representatives there just to, you know, have like a feel for what they think, because the Mexican president obviously is going to have different ideals than someone who works for the government of the United States, right? Because his, his goal is to make Mexico as good as possible. Apparently, Joe Biden's goal is to drag America down to Mexico's level. That's why that he has opened the borders. He has written all of the uh, executive orders that they could possibly come up with. They are, it, it seems like they are actively trying to destroy the society um, when we have unprecedented levels of national debt and they want to spend trillions more in COVID relief, even though it has been a year that we've been doing this. We have vaccines, we have multiple vaccines with 95, 96, 97% effectiveness. Unprecedented, right? We have all this and their solution is not to open society back up. Their solution is to just say, we'll throw more money at it, even though they're not actually throwing money at the people who could use it. The last stimulus bill they passed, $1 trillion is still unspent. It's still there. They haven't spent it. It hasn't been sent to the appropriate places, yet they want to pass another bill with trillions more. What would be the logic in that? There is no logic in that because why would you incur debt if you don't have to? Why? why? Uh, a trillion dollars sitting in the pipeline, that could easily bridge the gap for the next couple months, right? Because we got the vaccines, you know, summer's coming up. It's been a year. I'm not going to keep doing this shit um, after March 11th or whatever day it is. I'll give them a year. After that, I'm not wearing a fucking mask into a store anymore, because at that point, you have the ability to get the vaccine. If you are someone who has uh, any real risk from this virus, so people 65 and older, they have the ability to go get a vaccine. Why should I have to wear a mask? Because someone thinks that they are susceptible to a disease, and yet they refuse to get the vaccine that was created specifically for this disease. Doesn't make any sense. I'm not gonna do it. I'm tired of this shit. 
Uh, I feel like a goddamn bank robber in a Western movie every time I put a mask on and walk into a store. It's really weird. It's uncomfortable. I don't remember to do it half the time. and I have to go back to my goddamn car because it's stupid. It's idiotic. Because if you're that susceptible, stay the fuck at home. All you have to do is sit your fucking ass at home. You can order your groceries online. They'll send them to your fucking door. You don't have to be out in public. You don't have to see anybody. You don't have to go anywhere. But I'm supposed to wear a fucking mask over and over and over for something that will not affect anyone in my age group that I know. It will not affect anyone in my kids age group, probably in the fucking state. I think there are like under 200 kids who have died from coronavirus out of 28 million known infections, which means there are probably many, many more than that because children do not show symptoms of it because it basically does zero. It does jack to these kids. Nobody's at risk. The older people are at risk. Okay. They don't have to go out into society, but I'm not going to stay in my goddamn basement like Joe fucking Biden, because if I sit in my basement and don't do anything, nobody's going to make me the president because I wasn't some jackass senator, some corrupt piece of shit politician for 50 years. So nobody's just going to hand me anything. I'm going to have to go out and make money and try to fucking build a law firm in a time where Everybody looks at you like a crazy person if you don't have a fucking mask on. So fuck all this shit. Fuck Ibram X. Kendi. Fuck his little anti-racist bullshit. And fuck you if you believe that shit. If you think that the only solution to racism is more racism, you are an actual fucking retarded person. Okay? And I don't mean to disparage anyone who is mentally disabled, but... Fucking deal with it, okay? We've said retarded for decades, and I, I mean it. If you think that racism is the solution to racism, you are retarded. Your brain does not function properly. Something is wrong with you. And that's it for me today.